Wax Talk by Peron Rigaud. In this podcast, we are going to offer you much more than waxing. We're here for you. This is an educational podcast for waxing professionals offering business advice, technical tips, and honest talk, answering the questions no one dares to ask. Hi, this is Callie. I am here today with Terry Wojak, and we are going to talk about some really interesting topics for estheticians, especially regarding education. So Terry, can you tell us who you are, what you do, and anything about you that you want us to know? Um, sure. So my name is Terry Wojak. I am the owner and educator of Aesthetics Exposed Education. So I have been an esthetician for 27 years. Um, I started out working in salons and day spas, quickly moved up to be an educator. Um, then I started working in the medical field. And when I started in the medical field, um, I worked with a plastic surgeon to create a training program for estheticians that wanted to work in medical because there's not really a lot in undergrad school or anything. And especially back then when I started it like 16 years ago. So, um, so basically, you know, my passion is education. Um, I love educating. So that's why I opened my own education company. Um, and I, I love it. I love teaching. I love skincare. I love my job. (laughs) Yeah. I think that you're really well known, especially in the medical side of the aesthetic world. I think that um, many people have probably heard you speak, or maybe I know that you have a best-selling book out um, that people may be interested in, or maybe have heard about. So I do think that you are the go-to for education for many estheticians. I just want to say on a personal note, like Terry and I have known each other for a long time and I can remember, I mean, if it's okay with you, I'm going to just tell a story Story time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I can remember, so a very, very long once upon a time, um, I remember when Terry was first kind of, you know, transitioning into um, aesthetics and it was so funny. I can't remember where we were. We were not in a work environment, but I can remember you were learning about manual lymphatic drainage at the time. I remember this like it was yesterday. And I just remember like how, like the pa- like passion, like literally coming out of your pores, like you were so excited and you were just like a sponge. You wanted to learn everything. And I think it really did happen where you learned at a quicker rate, quicker rate than most people maybe would. And just like literally like a sponge learned everything there is to know in this industry and have so much knowledge to pass on. Well, thank you. When I got licensed, so I'm a licensed cosmetologist and then I have that encompasses aesthetics. So I'm in the state of Illinois. And for me, when I first went to school, you couldn't get, like there was no aesthetic license. Like there was no- Like you could only go for cosmetology and then that would cover hair, nails, skin, where it's just crazy. Like the education, you know, I think that in some respects, like in that respect, maybe the education has improved or at least you can go for skincare or for hair. But I will still say that, especially now, so we have... um our company is Pran Rago and we now have a school program, which is really awesome, but... I do a lot of teacher training and I'm learning that even the teachers, 
they, I, I, I'm just going to say, and it's not, it's not to be, um, judgy. It's just that people need education. And I was at a training recently and a teacher didn't know what she didn't know the term contraindication. Like she didn't know that term. And Right. And it's like, whoa, we have work. Yeah. We got a lot of work to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, I think it stems from, you know, some of the teachers, what's happening. It's not like days in the past where you had to work. Like you went to school, you got your license, you worked in the field. Then after so long, you could become a teacher. What's happening now is they can graduate aesthetic school and then go to school to be a teacher. And now they're a teacher and they've never done a client. In school, there really is minimal education, right? Like you can't, like, I don't think, like, do you think you can go to school and then start working? I don't think so. Not with the schools that I've seen. Um, Mm -hmm. There may be some schools out there. And I know schools, some schools are starting to, they're trying to get the more advanced education. So I've been having more teachers take my classes and things like that, which I think is great. But you're right. If you don't have the experience, you can have the knowledge, the textbook knowledge and, you know, the background knowledge. But really, I think a lot of training and teaching has to do with experience. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm able to say, you know what, I did this chemical peel on a client. I was Fitzpatrick four and she got irritation and red bumps or, you know what I mean? Like I've been doing TCA on a skin type five and it works great. You know, it's just kind of that really knowing and working with the skin to be able to really discuss it. Yeah. I think that, I think that once you graduate, you really need to have that balance of experience and like additional advanced education. That's like my point of view, because I think for me, like I learn this, like I like you, I'm sure for you, for sure. But even for me, like I can look at someone's skin, even from afar, a little bit, not like real far, but a couple of feet and pretty much kind of know what they're probably using maybe on their skin, right. Or like maybe what they've had, um, done recently, but that comes with experience, which some people, when you first graduate, they don't have yet, but they will. Um, and then, you know, so then they need advanced training and I feel like these particular times, what's happening is, you know, I'm, I'm sure you are as well, but I'm in a lot of um, groups, right? Facebook groups and different communities where estheticians are talking. And I'm getting the feeling that a lot of people are maybe just because they don't know, or maybe because they find value in it, but they're going to social media for education. Yes. So they're going to YouTube, they're going to TikTok, they're going to Instagram, And I'm nervous because some of the people giving the education, like, I'm like, wait, but are they even licensed? Do they know? So what, so is this a good, so do you tell me, what, what do you think about this? So I think social media and being on those groups is really important, but it's important to learn for yourself, but do not take just anything that's written on there, you know, you have to do your own research. Um, you know, I see things all the time. I always see like lesions around the eye and people are like, put a lancet in it, stick a lancet in it, stick a lancet in it. But not every lesion around the eye is Amelia and shouldn't have a lancet in it. So, you know, it's really, you need to really do your own research. Yes. It's good to ask your peers, you know, Hey, I have this condition coming in. What would you do for it? You know, mm-hmm. but follow people that, you know, are reputable in the industry. Um, people that are licensed, not just, you know, the big 
TikTok gurus that yeah, you know, it's have, so scary. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually have. Well, I have an older sister who you know very well. Um, she actually is buying, and she's not an esthetician. <laughs> she's buying medical equipment online, and she's watching YouTube videos from non aesthetic professionals and non medical professionals, and then she's oh doing treatments to herself. Right. A little scary. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, and I bet there's a lot of people doing that because yeah. when you have these videos, yes, you, you might have a licensed professional watching them to try to learn what to do on their clients, but maybe it's a client that's like, oh, I could just do that at home, Yeah, you know? And it's just really not, it's really scary because there is so much to know. Um, I feel like I, I feel like what people don't talk about too is that, you know, things can go wrong, you know, and you really like, like, I feel like when you are licensed, we are a licensed professional. No, we're not doctors, but we still have a standard of care for our clients, right? Like we can't diagnose. We're clear on that. So we never diagnose, which makes me a little crazy because on some of the, um, especially the Facebook groups, because sometimes they're like, well, what do you think this is? And what should I tell my client to do? It's like, you guys, we, we cannot, it is not in the scope of our practice to diagnose anyone. And and sometimes what I'm saying, you know, and again, like people don't know and that's why they're asking. Right. And so they're trying to figure it out. But really, I just think anytime that there's any question, just refer to a doctor, you know, because it's just not worth trying to guess and figure it out and then have a problem on your hands. Or put it online without their consent. You know, yes. You know, that's yeah. a big thing too. If you are, you know, putting pictures up, make sure you have consents. People, you know, don't like that. <laughs> they do not like that. Yeah. You know, and this is a total side note because sometimes I digress. <laughs> but <laughs> there's this gym that I really want to go to. They have these awesome boot camp classes, but they every single day they post videos and they scan like the camera over each person working out. <laughs> and I was like, I I want to go really bad, but like, I cannot, I cannot have that video of me doing like a lunch. (laughs) And I did, I reached out to them and I'm like, like, do you, you know, do I have to be in the video? (laughs) Cause I really just want to go work out. But yeah, you know, you need, you need consent from the people because not everybody wants their face all over social media. Um, okay. So let's say I'm an esthetician. I just graduated. I'm super excited and I want advanced education. What do I do? Where do I go? I'm people are lost. And before you answer, I just want to say that from the time, like from the time, from my generation of aesthetics and skincare, waxing, manicure, pedicures, hair, most people would graduate, go to work for someone, build a clientele, open their own space or however. These days, people are graduating and opening their own space. Yes. Straight up. Like they're not, they don't have a clientele. They don't have education. And I'm like, how, like how, like I can't imagine if I didn't have all the tools that I had from my experience working for someone, but let's say you're even that person, right? Like, what do you do? They're overwhelmed. Like they need education. So where do they go? What do they do? Okay. 
Well, of course they can come to me because I have education <laughs> programs. Um, mm-hmm. But really do your research. You know, look at who your educator is. Look at, um, you know, look at testimonials. Ask, you know, ask to talk to like a student of theirs. If, if it's like an expensive program and you're kind of worried about investing in it, you know, ask to talk to past students and see what they think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but always doing your own research too. So one of the things that, you know, made me a little more educated is every time I have a question about something, I research it and I don't research it on social media. I research on Google Scholar. Okay. Use Google Scholar, Mm -hmm. do your research. Um, I talk to peers in the industry that I trust like Callie. Um, You know, there are a handful probably 10 estheticians that I like really know and trust and we'll bounce things off of each other. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that's a little scary too, when you're just going out on your own and you don't have that time to kind of build your clientele and work with other estheticians, you don't have that person to like, Hey, I have a client. She's skin type Mm -hmm. three rosacea. I was thinking of doing a lactic acid peel with an algae mask. You know, what do you think? Or what are your, you know, it's just nice to have that, especially when you're starting out. Um, But if you don't, you know, you can offer your time to intern somewhere, intern with an esthetician that is, you know, um, that does a lot of the treatments that you want to do and, you know, that you know and trust. Um, If you want to work in a medical office, offer your time in a medical office because the best way to learn is to actually get the experience, but you can't, you know, you have to learn before you get the experience. So, it's a little kind of catch 22. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea though. I remember I I never had like an intern or mentorship program like for for myself for people to come, you know? But I remember there was a girl once upon a time who came to me and said, "I want you to be my mentor and I will work with you. I will be your assistant and you know, she obviously is not going to be getting paid for that. And maybe would have to even, you know, do something maybe for her time. But, um, I was like, you know what I love, like I'm the type of person when I feel like if you don't ask, nothing will happen. Right. Right. I'm the type of person, nothing changes if nothing changes. And that you can, you know, someone can only say no. And I really feel like people that put them out, put themselves out there like that and ask someone, I'm just like, it's an absolute yes for me because I'm just yeah. like, cause people don't always do that. And when people say, I see you're doing this, I want to be on your podcast, or I see you're doing this. I want to, you know, I want to be an ambassador for you or whatever it is. I'm like, that takes a lot, I think, of courage and tenacity and just like it's a really good trait that someone has. And so I highly recommend doing that. You know, if there is, you know, uh, whether it's medical aesthetics or any type of salon, spa, boutique, studio that you really think is amazing, that that has a good reputation. Absolutely. I just think it's such a great idea. What do you think about online education. Cause I feel like since COVID online education has become so much more popular than hands on cause traveling has become hard. People are working yeah. instead to make money, to recoup their losses. So what do you think? I think online education is good for certain subjects. So mm-hmm. like I have a series of online courses and they're like acne, hyperpigmentation, um, rosacea, um, 
you know, chemical peels, microcurrent and LED. And of course, I tell people that they should get hands-on training before they do the chemical peels or the LED, but there's a lot of training background knowledge that you can get online. But again, make sure it's from someone reputable. Mm -hmm. Um, I always too, though, I take any free education I could get. So when I see something Mm -hmm. like a free education on a laser that I don't even use or never plan on using, I take it because you're never going to not learn something. You're always Mm going to learn something. So take in as much education as you can. And, you know, a lot of the online education is free, but again, like Callie said, be careful of who you go to make sure they're Mm -hmm. a licensed professional. Um, you know, you know, their background and, they're a reputable person. Two things. I feel like I, I learn when I teach too. Me too. It's so weird. Every time I teach, isn't it crazy? I always learn when I teach, but I, oh, and even if it's the most basic class, I still learn. Like you always will learn something. And I think being open to learning and advancing your education is going to put you apart from everybody else, you know? So what do you feel like, you know, cause you, it's also another topic of trying to figure out which skincare brand to use. Yeah. And it's like, do they all offer education when you, like, if you decide, okay, I'm trying to decide between all the brands, won't plug them all, but, um, <laughs> you know, when you're trying to decide, are they all going to offer education for you? So you really want to make sure that they offer education if you're working with a brand because the brand should be concerned with the safety of mm-hmm. their products, um, especially if they have professional products, chemical peels, wax, things like that. You need to have a company with reputable education. Um, you know, that education is really important. You need to know what ingredients are in the products that you're carrying. You need to know what contraindications are for those mm-hmm. ingredients. Um, you need to know, you know, what those ingredients treat. So I think it's really important that if you are working with the product line, that you get fully educated in it. Yeah, I think so too. I think that, you know, and it's funny because I can think back to, I mean, I've, as you are probably the same, I've probably worked with and been trained on, I don't even know, I bet 12 or more skincare brands. And I can remember every person that trained me and whether they were good or and how much I learned and if they were thorough and if they were really clear on the protocol. And, and it's just, that is what makes you really fall in love with and be like literally married to a brand is the edge in in my opinion, because then you know, that brand inside and out, and it makes you nervous to to switch, you know? Yeah. And it's the passion that makes Mm -hmm. you, and I tell people all the time, I'd rather hire someone with passion than Mm -hmm. someone with experience because I can train passion. And when you're passionate about something, you're usually great at it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I think just having that passion for your skincare line too. I mean, your skincare line is very important because Mm -hmm. if you use a skincare line that does not deliver results and treatments that don't deliver results, then you're not going to have happy clients and you're not going to have clients coming back. So you really need to take your time, invest, look at the different product lines out there, really get to know them. I always say it's like the power of three, break it down to like three main brands and then get information on all of them get thorough education on all of them and then pick which one you think is best for you and your practice. Yeah, that's good. That's really good advice. Yeah. 
So what about, okay, we'll just touch on um, a couple more places that they can get. What about magazines, like trade magazines? Trade magazines are great. Um, I like trade magazines. Um, I really, I usually do like Dermascope and Skin Inc. I know there are plenty of others like Les Nouvelles Esthétique, um, but, you know, I write for the magazines too. So I, I write pretty often, um, but I think that the articles are good. Um Again, take into account who is writing the article and if mm-hmm. they're product biased. Yeah, you do have to be careful because you can tell though now because the, the laws have changed because some articles, well, and so whether it's social media or literal digital articles or print articles, the laws have changed. So now if it's a paid article, like if they're paying someone to promote a brand, it'll say sponsored. So you can see that on social media, you can see that on digital um, print and also like physical printed magazines. Um, And if it says sponsored, then you do have to be like, hmm, this is really just really what that is, is paid advertising, right? Like they're just literally um, promoting a brand. But if it's just an article, like you write articles, I write articles, they're not brand sponsored. They're just purely education. Like we're just here spewing all of our knowledge for you guys to like, hopefully, hopefully learn something from, um, I'm the type of person, like I have good intentions. So I have piles of magazines (laughs) with like markers and even on my phone, I have all these, you know, articles saved and and I have all the intent and and I even do it with like recipes. Like I really, like what, like I really think I'm going to make homemade cheese. I saved one yesterday (laughs) where I'm going to like, Oh my God, you can make cheese out of your milk. And I saved it. Like I'm like, I'm really going to do it. (laughs) But what I need to do is take the day, right? And like, because some of those articles are even now, like some of them are really good. And I've saved a few because especially ingredient based, because ingredients are continually changing and advancing. And I, I consider myself an ingredient junkie. Like I'm just like, I don't even look at the pack. I just turn it over and look at the ingredients. Right. But I'm almost to the point now I'm, you know, stepping away a little bit because I'm just you know, kind of dive, dove into a lot of other things and the ingredients change really so quickly that you have to really stay on top of it. So those are the articles for myself anyway, that I find a lot of value in. What about books? Well, books are great too. I mean, obviously any same resource kind of. that you can have. Um, yeah. yeah. So any resource that you can have, there are a lot of great books out there. Um, you know, just, you know, look for reviews and, and do your research, but there are plenty of great books out there. Um, you know, get a book that has to do with what you're looking for. You know, are you looking yeah. to specialize in waxing? Are you looking to build your business? Are you looking to specialize in medical? Um, you know, I have a book that's called a sex exposed and it has 32 chapters. Um, it's a big book. <laughs> so yeah. it kind of has everything that looking to see if I have one right here and I don't, um, <laughs> we'll put it, we'll put right it in here. the show, we'll put it in the show notes and okay. we can do like a promo if you want to like do an offer or whatever. Oh but yeah. yeah. I have a promo. I have a promo. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's kind of a little of everything. I started it out to be like aesthetics in a medical setting, but I think it's a good book for everybody because even if you're not working in a medical setting these days, you need to know about Botox. You need to know about oh, yeah. You need to know about lasers. Mm-hmm. You need to know about micro needling. I mean, because how do you know when you can do a treatment after mm-hmm. a resurfacing laser? 
Was it an ablative laser? Was it a non-ablative laser? Was it a fractionated laser? Um, you know, you, how do you know when you can do a facial or a dermaplaning or a waxing? You know, yeah. you really yeah. need to know these mm -hmm. things. You need to know about these procedures so that you can treat clients safely and effectively. Yeah, we just did a podcast right before yours. And I kind of wish um, we had even more time. We'll, ha we'll do another one talking about different services that are offered in more of like a medical setting type situation, because there are estheticians who might, especially now, like a lot of estheticians only, they work at a lash bar. They only do lashes mm -hmm. or they work for, you know, a waxing company. They only do waxing. And I might say something like, oh yeah, like micro needling. And they're like, I, I, they don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm like, you, you have to know what it is. You know, we have to know what it is and we have to know everything. We have to know all the services that are offered in Illinois. Um, you can be an esthetician and you can work in a medical setting. You can't call yourself a medical esthetician, right? Right. There right. is, I think that, um, Illinois has offered, um, or issued like a special statement. Like literally you can lose your license. It's the craziest oh, yeah. thing. You can't call but, no, but you can work in a medical setting. And also some of the treatments you can work, like you might need to be working under a doctor or with a doctor, but you, but some of the treatments like you can be doing as an esthetician and you just have to know the rule, the laws and rules and regulations in your own state. But, um, so I think that was really good information. Um, is there anything else you want to add to the education topic? You know, I just, I really feel like everyone should advance their education, even mm -hmm. if it's not, even if you're in a state that doesn't need CE hours, yeah. um, you know, I think it's just really important. There's always something new coming out. And, you know, if you're the type of person that doesn't like to go to classes, then, you know, do your research with books and with articles and online, but just make sure they're from reputable sources. Perfect. All right. Well, that is good. So I think um, what we'll do for closing is um, I want everyone to know where to find you. So tell us like where they can find you and where they can find your book too. Um, so you can find my classes and my book on my website, aestheticsexposed.com, aesthetics with an A. So um, it's just aesthetics exposed one word. Um, we have plenty of online classes on there as well as the book. Um, we also have some in-person classes coming up in Illinois. But you travel too, right? Because I see you go to other states. Yeah. And I do personal training as well. So I just this Saturday, um, I had a practice that hired me. They hired me to come out and train their estheticians. We had a few other estheticians there. It was great. You know, it was customized to them. So, um, you know, we can do that too. And if you use the code education 10, you get 10% off the book or the online courses or the in-person courses. Okay. That is fantastic that you have an offer for, um, the listeners. And we also, so if, for those of you that are listening, you can um, check the show notes, but we're going to also have a promo code for you um, to purchase our online education course, which is called Intro to Professional Waxing. And if you use the code INTRO50, all caps, you'll get 50% off um, just for the podcast listeners for today. Um, 
And you can do that. We'll have the link. We'll have the link like below, but it'll be accessible through syrupil.com and you just click on education and then you'll see we have hands-on courses and online courses. And you'll go to the online courses and then pick intro to professional waxing. And it's really like really cool. It's like a module system. Nobody has this yet. We're also giving it um, not the same one, but um, we're going to have a training tool for our school partners because then they can like teach waxing in school because nobody learns how to wax anymore. I know. So, well, thank you so much for taking your time out and being with us. And I hope that someone um, out there, like I hope many of you have learned um, something, right? Like we just said, you've got to learn something and just, um, you know, where to go to get some education. Well, thank you so much for having me. Uh, It was our pleasure. Have a good day. All right. You too. Bye. Bye.